Welcome to episode six of Football is Life. And sometimes death. I'm Niffer. And I'm Andy. And today we are going to talk about Orlando City Soccer. I know you're shocked to hear that. Um, okay, so we are on a, a little international break where uh, some of the players, just for those of you who don't know why we take random breaks in the middle of the MLS season, um, there are players who play for their national teams but play on MLS club teams. And there are certain times of the year where they are given time off so that they can go play with their countries. Otherwise, some people might say, not worth playing in the MLS. I would rather ride the bench somewhere else so that I can play with my national team. So um, this is just one of those breaks. And uh, it doesn't, the U.S., on the U.S. side, we don't have that much to contribute for Orlando City, that's because most of our players aren't American. So uh, some of them will go off and play for their countries in the next two weeks, and then we'll come back and finish out the season. Yeah, and unfortunately, we have something like what happened today, just uh, about the international break. And we have U.S. playing, and they got beaten by Japan for 2-0 for abysmal game. So I'm glad that we don't have anybody, so we don't have more heartbreaks. Yeah, I can't deal with more heartbreaks. Speaking of heartbreak... Uh, what we're just we have to talk about okay so if you where we left off last on last episode we had just come off a phenomenal win for the um for the u.s open cup or champions it's beautiful we're celebratory three or four days later the plane lands in philadelphia and it does not go as well for us in philadelphia as it did for us in the open yeah. cup that's that's pretty much what happened we were we were not good we were uh we were lacking in every single form i think people over the team were still on hangover mode yeah i think you're right um so the game uh we'll just recap it quickly just for for giggles um we lost 5 to 1 um, i will say philadelphia union is the number one team in the MLS. No, they are right number, now? Uh, in the East. No, but just they in are, the East. It just right behind uh, LAFC because of the goal differential. Oh, actually, mm, got I was it, got wrong. It. So they jumped. Mm, was I uh, was right? That's never good. you were that right. That doesn't usually happen around here. <laughs> yay, yay. Um, okay, so you know, I feel like if we're gonna lose five to one to any team. I like it to be the best team in the league. That makes me feel at least a little better. And to be fair, uh, we were doing okay until we had those on goal by Moutinho. Okay, that was in the 39th minute. So that's not very long into the game. <laughs> but in the uh, for how we collapse after that, yeah. I will consider this as this yeah. is okay. And I didn't You're say right. good because it wasn't good. We were okay. <laughs> and it was... Honestly, it was a mistake. It was a, a defense 101. When you're yeah. defending and you're facing your goal, don't put your body toward your goal so it deflected and get it inside. That's 101. Hmm. Uh, and I that's think what, they teach that to children. Yeah, we, we I agree about that. So that's was simply what happened. Then it was then it's a fall apart. But mm -hmm. in, in general, if I am going to give ranking on this game, in this exact game, I will never give it more than... Our team didn't perform than 5 out of 10. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Okay. Well, that's that. Um, the next game uh, just was one, against... Just one th- second. Oh. I want to uh-huh. say Andres Prea, as much as I don't appreciate how uh, Oscar playing him, he's the only player that scored twice this season against Philadelphia. Just mm. for the uh, fun Z. <laughs> yeah. I like I like Brea. Uh You have to say his first name because we have too many players Andreas. on the team. Andreas, yes. Um, yeah, he, I like him. I think I think he play, plays well. When I just I don't think he's I agree with you that I don't think Poppy plays him in a way that makes sense to me. But that's fine, because I'm yeah. not the coach, in case you were wondering. Not the well, coach. Our job here to just tear up his plans. That's my job. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I will say that uh in the game against our uh our rival, our 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 uh our nemesis mm-hmm. of Atlanta, you know. I used to not care about Atlanta sports teams. And once they got a soccer team, I was like, I hate all Atlanta sports. The Falcons, they can, you know, I hope they lose. And the Hawks, I hope they lose. And especially Atlanta United, all I want is uh, suffering for their team. (laughs) So Atlanta, very not pleasant place in general, uh, from their airport to their I-75 to everything that's related to Atlanta. Uh, sorry, friends, uh, and my boss. Uh, but uh, yeah, I am not a big fan of the Hawks and their team. Uh, yeah, I can talk about that for hours. And <laughs> then you have the Falcons, which is in the same division with the Saints, which is I root for a lot. And then they are having Atlanta United, the most, I gotta say that. It's a hot take. I will say it. I don't <laughs> care. It's the most overrated team in the MLS. They came up with a bang. They won once. And oh my gosh, Atlanta is the best team in MLS. BS. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. It's all. It's, they have no discipline. Um, uh, Martinez situation is my great example. Uh, if he had this happened in any other team, he was shown the door a long time ago. So yeah, I am not happy. Uh, not not happy. I'm not a big fan of their system, their organization, their discipline, and I am a big fan of sports and discipline. So for me, this is a big no no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm with you. The whole thing makes me crazy. <laughs> so unfortunately, that game we lost one zero. Which is, I th- I will say that game was another uh, great example of how tired our team is. Because that team was played on Wednesday. It was just right after Philadelphia game, which is, was just after um, uh, the game in the Cup. So you have three games in matter of four days between each game. And that's a lot. It's a do toll a big toll on your body and take a toll on your body but yeah mm-hmm. uh, it, 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 we were not running we were not opening or we were not doing what's supposed to be happening in the game and they had a lucky uh, uh, um, counterattack they scored their goal in the 72 minute yeah in 72 minute and that's it yeah 
Yeah. It was it was not that fun of a game to be at. And, to be honest. And the rain <laughs> didn't help. And the position too. It's fifty six to forty four. It's really not good. We we had three shots on target. They have five. Uh, it was twenty shots in ten, and they have ten shots. I was watching the game with my wife, and I told Katie, "This game looked like we are playing in a middle tier game in somewhere in the Middle East or Europe. It was boring. There is no excitement. The nothing is going." With yeah. the exception with those couple of goals, a couple of plays that were promising, but. I was I didn't feel that we have any any sort of an inch over them in that game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, it's definitely interesting. Um I yeah, I I mean I just I was glad when the game was over. I thought maybe we were going to hold out for a tie, but we couldn't make that happen and so you know just frustrating to be in that position. Yeah, I agree. So I want to move on to the most recent game, the Toronto game, um, because honestly, it looked like we had some life in us. And uh, really grateful. I feel like the way that we played was was super helpful. Um, and just like generally a lot happier with the way that that everything came out for that game. They take a break. They got relaxed. Yeah, I, <laughs> they slept. Yeah. They they uh, they just have some time to just refuel. And honestly, we are playing Toronto. If we did any worse than what we did, I will be questioning our team mm-hmm. way more. Um, the team game, the team you feel they came prepared. They came mm-hmm. ready. And the goal in the first 10 minutes, it make the game way easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think in general it was just a really, uh, it just looked really good. The team looked like they wanted to be there. The players looked like they were having fun. The subs felt like they happened in an appropriate way. You know, just like. Everything that you want to see happen happened, and and so and Ergen Kara understand the assignment of the through <laughs> for the through, first time for the through Not pass. Really the first time. Yeah, for the first yeah. time. Yes, you're right. <laughs> it was the first time he understand that when you put the ball in front of you, you need to run and try yeah. to score, and that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Tesho coming in and scoring a goal, you know, I like, I like having Tesho coming off the bench. Me too. Um, I think that that really is helpful. Um, and we really just needed a game that we really put away, you know, like we needed one that like for morale (laughs) after the, after the Philadelphia and Atlanta games, I just think we were on such a high and then it was a low. And so I think we really needed this as we come into the the final stretch of the season, we feel uh, like we have some momentum. And to your point that you mentioned early, that we have an advantage and edge on any other team in an MLS because there is a lot of teams that has international player. Our player, no, no, none of them were pulled for a team, so they gotta have two weeks of relaxation. They, I, I been monitoring their um, Instagram. They are not posting a much. They are posting stuff on the beach, 
Benji Michel doing some um, uh, commercial and stuff, which is awesome. They need just to diffuse because usually, a uh, little bit of um, quick knowledge here, that usually this uh, break comes after the uh, the end of the regular season. So after the regular season, we have those two weeks happen. So they have a break before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This year, because of the uh, World Cup is coming early, so they had to adapt for that, and they have the games uh, in this two weeks in late September, early October. Therefore, they have a break. We have a break now before the playoffs, so we're gonna have three games, and we are immediately gonna go to playoffs. Not like mm-hmm. the years before. So I yeah. appreciate this break. And Toronto game was a great example of their uh, their break. And I am glad that the next game after this break is New York, which will take us to the to talk quickly about where we're standing and where we're going and what we need. Mm-hmm. So I will. I think um, I would love to get out of the fifth and the fourth. Because the okay. playoff uh, bracket, the first, uh, which is Philadelphia, gonna play the winner from that side. So uh-huh. I will much rather to drop to six, which is not a good spot, or go to the uh, to the third, which is more doable. I very sad that we lost those three points. Wait, how? Wait, hold on. Tell me how the table how it works. I believe uh, the playoffs. Uh, yeah. A bracket. I thought it, it is it. I thought it was seven teams that go. Yes. So the number one have a bye. Uh, oh. Okay. Okay. So number. So two plays seven. Yeah. Yep. So two okay. two go on the bottom of the bracket, mm-hmm. and the top of the bracket is the uh, number one, and the. Uh, and from there, uh, number one is playing. Uh, number one play has a bye. Four and five play against number one. Three and six and two and seven is on the bottom side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. So if you are third, you're gonna be away from Philadelphia because number one is Philadelphia is pretty much done, done deal, unless. Oh, and this is a big unless unless Philadelphia lose their last two games. So if Philadelphia loses their last two games. They're going to stop at 64. And Montreal, if they win their next two games, they're going to be 65. uh, 65. And this means they jump over Philadelphia. And in that moment, I don't mind. I don't mind you have um, them instead of Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a really great team. Mm-hmm. So, the standing right now, we are in 45, and we had three games in hand. Uh, Red Bulls is 49, and they have two games in hand. Everybody uh, above us, is t- they have two games in hand. Um, mm-hmm. So, we have an opportunity, if we win it all to the, um, to the end, which means that we beat Miami in Miami, and New York in New York, and Columbus in Orlando... This will get us to the f- 64 point. 64 mm-hmm. points uh, will at least guarantee us to jump over New York because New York 
has only two New York City has two games. One of them is with mm-hmm. us. So they're gonna mm-hmm. definitely lose three and they have <laughs> three. So this will get them to fifty-two. I said sixty-four, okay. which is wrong. It's fifty-four because I mass is hard. Uh so they are uh they gonna be fifty-two. New York Red Bulls uh had Red Bulls are at fifty. So fifty and they have two games. So if they win at all, they're fifty-six. But yeah. what I'm hoping and dreaming, they have two games. One of those two games is with Columbus, who is on the brick of jumping to the qualifi- qualified spot. They are tying with with Inter Miami, but they are um, there is the I think they their immediate um, a, a game. They are they lost it. This is why they are in eight and Miami in seven. So. If Columbus win Red Bull, this means the maximum uh, Red Bull can get is 53. And if we win it all, this will get us to 54. So we are in the third spot. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's what I think. I would like to see us host at least one game. That's my main uh, objective. So I just want us to be in the top. If we're in the top four, right, we host at least the first round. Yes, that's correct. Uh, you know, Miami's actually getting hot at an interesting time. Yes. So we'll see what happens. Um, I, yeah, I want nothing but bad things for Miami. So I hope they lose all their games. They are Atlanta's uh, <laughs> twins. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. Um, okay. Well, that sounds all very interesting. The next three games are um, two at home or two away and then one at home. Yep. If you are in the Orlando area or want to be on Sunday, October 9th, we'd love to have you at the game. I know Andy won't be there, but yeah, um, I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, I have to uh, go to my anniversary. I'm sorry, or I'm gonna get in uh-huh. trouble. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's for the best. Yes, um, but <laughs> it's gonna be a really fun game, and um, it it may be our last home game of the season. So, uh, you might want to come out. I'd love to have you. Um, okay, so for the final section of our podcast today, wanted to talk about. Uh, just a little unfolding of of some of who are these players um, and what what does it mean to play in defense? Some of these things. So, Andy, why don't you give us a quick um, what are the positions when we talk about defense? What are the positions we're talking about? Okay, so defense is de- depend on how you for your formation is. So yeah, but just on our team. And- I'm getting there. So yeah, okay, okay. since we were playing four four three, so defense is mainly um, built off two center backs, which is uh mainly in our case is Jansen, uh Antonio Carlos and Schlegel, and they've been mm-hmm. rotating and uh, between the three of us, when Jansen is out, Schlegel is playing. When Antonio Carlos is out, Schlegel is playing, and before that was Schlegel and Antonio Carlos, uh. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he plays uh, uh, the new guy, Williams, in it, but he played only like a game or two. Then yeah. the part of the two four, uh, the, the twos on the four, which is our wing back or right back and left back, uh, those mm-hmm. are our amazing two, which is I'm glad they are very focused and finally flourishing, Moutinho and Rowan. They mm-hmm. are on both sides, and definitely they have uh, 
uh, uh, Kyle Smith sometimes mm-hmm. come in as a sub to replace any one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he kind of comes in anywhere. Uh, on, yeah, on back where you want me, coach? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. Okay, well, thank you for introducing us to the concepts. Um, okay, let's start with the center backs. Um, you just mentioned their names. The three we're going to talk about today, uh, Antonio Carlos, Rodrigo Schlegel, and the Swede himself, Robin Janssen. So here's what I know about Antonio Carlos from Instagram, because I like to follow all of them. Um, he's got two daughters, and they're very cute, and he's married, and it's just like a nice little family situation. Um, very good. We love to see these players uh, have a have a life off the field that they seem happy in. I know I do. So it's great to see. He joined our team in December of 2019. And I will talk about my favorite player who is, his heart is gold, uh, Rodrigo Schlegel. Or sometimes he work play as a goalkeeper, if you guys remember. <laughs> uh, he play uh-huh. anywhere, everywhere, at any time. And his heart is gold. Uh, he's just uh, uh, he's a five eleven. He is just twenty five years old. So he came to Orlando when he was just twenty two. Uh, he came from uh, not a big team in Argentina. It's uh, it's called Racing Club, and he been playing with us for uh, how many years now? Three years. And he played forty nine games. Came in also December of two thousand nineteen. Yeah. And he actually played so far forty nine games. Wow! Yeah, uh, he is. Uh, he had a big tragedy last year when his dad um, passed away, and it impacted him uh, tremendously. But uh, that's why he has all this passion every time him his dad mentioned, and you can see that uh, in the field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go back to Antonio Carlos and note that he is uh, 29 and he's 5'3 and he is from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Yep. And he comes from Palmeiras, which is a big point because Palmeiras is one of the biggest team in Brazil. Mm-hmm. And then um, our, our Swede from uh, Sweden. Viking. The Viking from Sweden, Robin Janssen. Uh, he plays number six for us, and he is he came to our team also in December of 2019. So all three of these guys were signed around the same time on the team, which is very interesting. Yeah, they came around the, uh, the end of the previous coach, the Irish guy. I don't remember his name right now. Uh, Irish? Yeah. He, he Irish? He was Irish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Or Scottish. Uh, yeah, I know who you mean. I can't remember his name. Uh, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> um, ja- Robin Janssen is 31, uh, and he's six one. So uh, we got we got some some height in the center back position, which is pretty common. Um, what are, some of the things I love about Robin Janssen is that uh, he will murder your children if he thinks you've wronged him. Yep. So uh, I'm I'm just kidding. I think he's probably a very nice guy, but on the field it looks very. Uh, he plays with a lot of heart, a lot of aggression. He is always uh, one one off-putting word away from a yellow card, which makes me stressed, but that's okay. Um, but he plays with a ton of heart, a ton of intensity, and he's clearly the leader on the back line. Um, and just when he's on the field, I think everybody in Orlando takes a sigh of relief. 
I know he's been recovering from injury. Is that right? Yes, he is. So he, um, I think, will be coming back as we go into our final stretch of games, and we want him healthy for the playoffs. So uh, feeling really good about that. He doesn't post as much on social. Yeah, he so his social it's hard, is it's like just soccer stuff. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was about to say it's more business. No fun. I bet he has a finsta. That's what I think. I think too because uh, a couple months ago, I'm trying. Oh, vendor um, water. They were hanging out together, and he was posting something, and he tagged him. Then the tag disappeared, and it wasn't mm. Jensen uh, tagged. But yeah. yeah, funny, funny. Yeah, I mean, if I were, uh, I don't know, if I were famous, I would want everybody to know it. So I would tag. It would be just. I mean, you can watch out. It'll just be Hey Niffer forever, so don't worry about it. <laughs> and I was incorrect. Actually, they were signed in the middle of James O'Connor reign. Oh, yeah. Uh, James O'Connor. Yeah, because yep. James stayed from July 2nd, 2018 to October 7th, 2019, and most of them happened in the middle of the season. So it, yeah. it they happened before O'Connor left, which I honestly uh, think O'Connor was going to be good, but but he didn't there wasn't enough time. enough time and he joined the team in a very weird circumstances that he need to win and not to mm -hmm. build the difference between him and oscar Pereira really quick oscar won the first time he went he came and he out in the first couple games in mls uh in 2020 we were great then it stopped because of corona we went to mls back we reached to semi to the final so yeah. it he looked good from the uh, from the get yeah 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 for sure um all of all of our defensive players that we're going to talk about today were all signed in the james o'connor era which Correct. is interesting everybody came from between december 2018 and december 2019 um so i mean honestly these are guys who have been with the team now for a few years they really are like a huge part of the, the dna of what makes the team and and i think it really it really matters that it's built up from the back and we'll talk Pedro Glace will get his own uh, Episode, section. So yeah. don't worry. We'll talk about him. Yep. Okay. Let's move on to our wingers. Um, I'm going to start with uh number two, Texera Ruan or Ruan Texera. I don't know. It's, which I don't know what order it is. It's Ruan Texera. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ruan, as we call him, um, sometimes I feel like he ruins my life. But he's been playing really well lately, so... Yeah, uh, <laughs> I agree. Uh, sometimes you get him in the downside, and sometimes he is fire. Yeah. Um. So he has been named, at least at one point, the fastest player in the MLS. Uh, he wears the flash mask sometimes. Um, and he was just, in the most recent FIFA, given a 93 rating for speed, which is pretty... really impressive. And I think that when we see those moments of speed and brilliance from him, it's really good. And he's got a great cross. I mean, that's really a big thing that you want from your wing, uh, your wing players is to be able to drive down the line, uh, pull people out of the box and have to defend them. And also uh, to have speed and uh, the ability to cross with accuracy. Yeah, I agree. And he's great in cutting in behind the all the backs in the oppo opposition, which make him very powerful and very um um very uh, impactful impactful on the the game itself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Ruan is from uh also from Rio, and he is uh five seven, so 
he and uh, Antonio Carlos, when they stand next to each other, they look. It's funny. Yeah, it looks. It's, yeah. it's just funny. It's uh, David and it's Goliath. It's good physical comedy. That's what I mean. David and Goliath. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Ruan's really fast, and I wouldn't mess with him. He gets this look on his face sometimes, like he also will murder your children. I'm just kidding. I don't know why I keep saying that. That's such an aggressive. It's football. I know. That's that's how football. Yeah, people kill each other for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't but say he, that anyway. <laughs> he also doesn't post a ton on Instagram. Uh, you guys, I'm. We have some players that we're going to be getting to that are very fun to talk about on Instagram. I'm sorry that these aren't the people. the The guys in the back, they're just solid, quiet. Most of them family guys. Um, it was great to see at the championship game. You got to see some of the loved ones come on the field and be with the players, and so. Uh, it's just great to see, you know, people being supported by their family. Um, the next we're going to talk about is Kyle. Coutinho. Oh, I was going to talk about my favorite, Kyle Smith, but okay, I can't talk. Uh, we can, we can talk about Kyle Smith. Okay. We can talk about uh, Kyle Smith. You know why I love Kyle Smith. Other than his um, amazing, amazing human being in the field and how he's a good player and his heart and how he push and push and push and push. Mm-hmm. But his story is very, very, very powerful and very, uh, very inspiring to anybody that I'm going to be very um, from the book (laughs) and cheesy. But Uh it was really it's a very fairy tale. He worked hard. Uh, He was actually uh, he was uh, played for a team in high school as a high schooler. Then went to college. He played in a very small college called Transavelia Pioneers. Then he never got picked, so he worked as an accountant. Then mm-hmm. he was playing in amateur club. Then uh, since it's called Cincinnati Dutch Lions. Mm-hmm. And while he's playing Louisville, which is our sister city, they saw him and they said, well, do you like to come and play for us? And they offer him to play for them for, I believe, was $15,000 a year, which means mm-hmm. that he needs still to play, to work his work as an accountant. He has a CPA. He has a certificate as a CPA. So he went and played for a while at Louisville. Uh, they told Orlando City about it and say, hey, we have a good player. Maybe you look at him. They pull him to Orlando City B in mm-hmm. 2019, and he was playing in 2019. He has nothing to do. Then uh, I don't remember who got hurt in, in our team in 2019, and mm-hmm. O'Connor saw him, and he said, oh, I can't play him anywhere. He play him. Uh, he was the first one who play him on the uh, right uh, right side, which is not his original spot. He played there, and and then they kept him in the first team. Then uh, Oscar came, liked him, and Oscar found him that what I call Swiss knife that he can play right and left, and he start to play more and more and he's amazing as a back as a backfielder he has more tasks to play toward the back more than Ruan who usually play to the front so he has amazing uh, work as uh, to play as a third center back if we switch the formation to 352 to help defensively so he's a very wholesome player he's 511 
and his Instagram is really interesting because and that's what I like about him. So his Instagram is very active off season. When we go mm-hmm. season, it's very uh, a very reposting and spouts soccer. He doesn't post a lot about his personal life when it comes to in season, but off season, it's all over the place. Well, the thing that I think is interesting about Kyle Smith is that you can't take the finance bro out of the accountant because he will want you to uh, invest in NFTs through the Lucky Lion Club, which I think is a venture that he and uh, some people put together um, to have these. Their NFTs are really cool looking. They're all lion themed, which I think is awesome. Um, He will be turning 30 this year and uh, is from Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh yeah, he's really fun to watch. It's a lot, it's a great it's great to see him. And uh, this year he got one of the um, one of the featured jerseys. Um, like last year, yes. the Viking Janssen got it. Um, this year, Kyle Smith got one of them, and it's the accountant, and it's just got money raining or uh, stock things on it. So it's pretty cool. Um, great, great to see that. Um, so yeah, that brings us to our our final player of the main guys who play in defense and that's Jao Matinho. Jao, is that his yeah. first name? Jao. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's from Portugal. Uh, he also came in December of 2018, but he came to the first team. Um, and he uh, plays, he he was, uh, when he first came, he was so, such a bright spot. And there was so much incredible, I mean, just so fun to watch. He was always where he was supposed to be. And then he got injured. And it's taken me a little bit of time since he came back from injury to really believe in him again because um, he just didn't – it didn't feel like he was playing the same, which happens after injury. There's no – you know, that's not a – And his bomb. injury just, was not an easy one. No, that's right. What? Uh, it was growing. Yeah. So uh, – but as he's come back, I think, I think the Sacramento game, like, made me believe again. He – played so well that night and he has since played very well he his passes are on target um connected he's he is moving into the right space he's drawing defenders or drawing uh stopping uh offensive players what's the opposite of drawing a defender um being a defender (laughs) uh yeah and really really fun to watch um he's six foot he is uh let's see 24? Yes. No. Yeah. He's tw- he's 24. He's 24. Yeah, yeah, I can't do math right now. He's 24. He's from Lisbon, Portugal. And uh, yeah, really fun. It Honestly, right now is the happiest I've been with our back line and, ever. And, <laughs> and the fun thing about uh, Joao Moutinho, that he actually came for us from LAFC. He came from. Oh, Lo- that's right. He came from Los Angeles, uh, Los Angeles FC, and he was named a first uh, team All American when he played in college. He played for Akron uh, Zips men's uh, men's soccer in in college, and he was named mm-hmm. first team All American. So he had a bright future, and I honestly I don't understand this that trade when this happened because. We traded him for Mohamed and Munir, that Liby- mm-hmm. Libyan uh, player that didn't stay with us a, a lot. He stayed less. He, he stayed less than a year. He played twenty six games, and yeah. and I didn't understand because it was it looked like we are trading not such a great player, and we got a great player, especially 
if you look at him, I'm not going to mention the injury time, but before the injury time, he was amazing. Before mm-hmm. the injury. So I didn't understand. Maybe because they didn't want to invest in such a young player because he was also one of the Adidas uh, player, the Adidas uh, mm-hmm. Academy. Homegrown. Homegrown. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Well, uh, another player on our team who has been really uh, excellent out of the Adidas program is Benji Michelle, who we'll talk about in coming episodes. But this has already been a long episode. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, If you have any specific things that you want to know about the players, let us know. If there's anything you want us to cover, also let us know. If you want to be on the podcast, let us know. Are you sensing a theme? I'm sensing a theme. Um, It's always fun to talk about games. Really excited to come back in uh, early October and uh, we'll probably have an episode between the end of the regular season and preparing for the playoffs. So can't wait to talk with you about the final three games of the season on the next episode. Uh, Until next time, go City.